Welcome to the Agent of Wealth podcast with Mark Boudis from Boudis Financial. In this podcast, Mark helps guide you towards financial freedom, ensure you never run out of money, and create a balance in life that prioritizes what is most important to you. Join us for this journey as Mark draws from years of expertise and guest experts to solve the multiple wealth building challenges involved in your financial life. Welcome back to the Agent of Wealth. This is your host, Mark Boudis. On today's show, we're going to talk about how goal planning can help you achieve financial fulfillment. I usually bring up goal planning once a year to remind people about it, but it really should be at the core of your financial plan that you put together. When it comes to having success with achieving your financial goals, it really comes down to a four-step process. So step one, you obviously want to identify your goals to know what you want to do or what you're trying to achieve. Step two is you have to analyze what has to be done to achieve those goals, right? Just putting down the goals is great, but then what are the steps needed to be able to hit those goals? Step three is to prioritize your goals, and that's if you have to. Um, And we'll talk a little bit about what that means. And then step four is to execute. It's not a one-time thing. Things change inevitably in in our lives and outside of our life. Sometimes our financial plan or our goals do change. So let's talk a little bit about each of the four steps. So first step is you have to identify your goals. And there's different ways that you can categorize them. But I'd say the most popular one is by time. So you may have short-term goals, you know, which are usually less than three years, let's say. You may have midterm goals, which may be from three to 10 years, and then you may have long-term goals, which are more than 10 years. Um, but theoretically, you can, you can categorize them any way you want. And I think the best way to approach identifying them is just brainstorm. Take out a blank sheet and just start listing things you want to accomplish. And whether you think it's a financial goal or not, just start listing it down. Some people do trouble thinking about their goals. So every year we send out a checklist to help people identify them or help people think about them. And you can get a copy of it in the show notes or by going to aboutusfinancial.com backslash master list of goals. The checklist, it breaks goals up into different areas. First, you have retirement goals. And that's things like, do you want to retire early? Do you want to take sabbaticals during your career? Or do you want to change your residency during retirement? Then you have family goals, which could be things like, do you want to save for a child's education? Do you have plans to change your marital status? Do you want to save for a family milestone like a wedding or a bar mitzvah? Then there are things that are categorized as self-development and professional goals. Do you want to achieve financial independence or improve your financial knowledge? Uh, Do you want to pursue more education or certifications for personal or professional reasons? Or you may want to start your own business. Then we have asset and debt goals. And that's, you know, could be things like, uh, do you want to reduce the risk of market volatility in your portfolio? Or do you want to either start or increase the amount in your emergency fund? Um, you may want to pay off some debts that you have. Uh, you may have plans where you want to buy a second home, a vacation home, or even like an investment property. Then there may be tax planning goals. You know, it could be something as simple as do you want to reduce your tax liability now or in the future? There are usually healthcare goals that pop up. Um, you know, do you, you may want to age in your home and avoid a nursing home, or you know, do you need to prepare for a possible illness? Then there's estate planning. Do you want to provide gifts to your children and loved ones during your lifetime? Um, or maybe you want to ensure that your spouse or other family members are taken care of in the event of your death. Um, so these are just a few from the checklist. 
the checklist has a, has a more comprehensive list, but really a goal can be anything that you can, you can think of. Most likely these goals that you identify or that you choose, they're going to require money to do them, right? So let's say, for example, you want to pay for your child's education or child's college. That's definitely going to cost money to do that. Or you want to retire at a certain age or buy a vacation home. All these things cost money. So for steps two and three of the process, which include how to analyze what needs to be done to achieve the goals and then how to prioritize them, we're going to walk through an example. And, you know, identifying goals are something you can do by yourself. But here is where, like, some financial advisors have access to planning tools that can help. So let's just take a simple example. We have a husband and wife. They have three straightforward goals. They want to have enough money saved to pay for 100% of their son's college costs. They want to retire at age 65. And then the third goal, they want to spend 10000 a year in retirement on vacations. Now that they have identified the three goals, let's analyze what is needed to achieve these goals. So let's first look at the college education goal. So first step is we want to project out what the cost of college will be um, by the time their, their son goes to school. As far as what college will cost in the future, there are a couple ways to look at it. We may look at a particular school, what it costs currently, and then obviously project out what that would be in the future. We can take the average cost of, let's say, public schools in the United States or even private schools in the country. And so we have an average of multiple schools. Or we can just take, say, let's take an average of all the public and private schools in the country, and that will give us the cost of college today. And then what we do is we inflate it for that projected cost. Inflation obviously is an assumption and does vary, but if we put in an inflation number and their son is going to school in, let's say, 10 years, we can say, okay, the cost of college today is this, but in 10 years, it will be this. And now... You know, I always tell people, who knows what college is going to cost in 10, 15 years? It may be free for everyone, or it may cost a million dollars a year. But the best approach and, and probably the most straightforward approach is take the cost of college today, run it against some inflation number, and then therefore you have what the projected cost would be by the time their kids go to school. So now that we know that projected cost, the next step is finding out, okay, well, how much should they be saving from now until that period of time? to be able to have that money saved so that it can pay for for college. So again, this is just another calculation that looks at how much time exists between now and when their son will go to school, and then what rate of return um, they could expect to see on their investments. Again, rate of return is another assumption, of course, we're looking in the future. But again, we can provide some numbers to try and predict what they would see from, from investment returns. Based off of those inputs, we can come up with a number that of how much they'll have to start saving per month from now, or if they just want to drop a lump sum of money now um, and pay for it now. But most people say, "All right, tell me what I have to save each month," and work that into their, you know, into their budget, into their, into their spending. So it's a similar exercise that we do with retirement, although probably a little more complex because there's more moving parts. You have to project living expenses which in retirement can be different than what they currently have. You have to factor in things like social security payments or pensions, but really the concept is the same. And at the end of it, we'll come up with an amount that they have to start saving each month going forward. And in this case, they wanted to retire by 65. So it's usually projected, okay, from now until age 65, this is how much they'll have to save per month. All right, so then we do really essentially the same process for the third goal, which is having $10,000 set aside 
each year for traveling. We know it's pretty straightforward, 10,000 each year. However, we do have to inflate it because their trips, if they're 10,000 year one, they'll probably, like everything else, go up in cost each year as inflation takes hold. So now that we've ran that, that calculation for all three goals, we'll know how much has to be saved each month to put into those three goals. And then the next step is really looking at, okay, is this doable? You know, they'll look at it and they'll look at their income. We know that they have living expenses, that they have taxes, that they're paying. And we'll be able to tell whether it's something that's achievable or not. You know, for a lot of people, they go through it and they they are able to save the amount of money that's necessary to do what they want to do. But for a lot of people, the money they have coming in is not enough that after paying their living expenses, after paying their taxes, they don't have enough left over to put whatever was you know required as part of the analysis in step two. So now we move on to step three, which is prioritize. You may have to choose what's the most important goal. So for, let's say this example, the husband and wife say, you know what, whatever needs to be done, I want to make sure that I can put my son through college. So we might say, okay, you, you have enough to save for that goal. You know, we're going to prioritize that. And we look at retirement, now retirement will be impacted. And then what we can do is run different scenarios and say, well, you'll still have enough to pay your current living expenses or your, your projected retirement living expenses, but instead of retiring at 65, you're going to have to retire at 67. Or you can still retire at 65, but you may have to reduce your living expenses or not take that 10000 trip every year in retirement, but only take a $5,000 trip. Either way, it's this is what the flow looks like. It's looking at prioritizing and saying what's important and adjusting what they can and will will do to execute on those goals. They may say they don't want to work a day past 65. And we can say, okay, that's fine. If we save the amount that first came up in the analysis to do that. But by doing that, we have to reduce the amount you're saving every month to pay for your son's college costs. And you'll only be able to cover 80% of what the projected college cost is. And that may mean, okay, they're fine with it. And then maybe they have to take out a loan for the remaining 20%. The prioritization is really working through all these different scenarios to see, you know, how does making changes actually impact what the projection is. Now, the next phase is really the execution of this. One recommendation, if you take one thing away from this show, it should be that the number one way to set yourself up for achieving success with your goals, it's to automate the savings towards them. I mean, if it's like retirement, automated savings in your 401k, IRA, that you don't have to go in every paycheck or every month and move money around. You really want it to happen automatically. Same thing with if, let's say, paying down debt is an example. Automate the monthly payment or overpayment or uh, you know higher payment to pay down your debt rather than having to manually go and transfer it. I see many, many times where people either want to lump it up and at the end of the year see how things went and then save to their goals based off of how things went, you'll have a more success if you take the approach of really automating it. And that way it gets, it's essentially prioritized within your daily lives or, or pay, you know, lives around your, your paycheck if it's automated. Um, because what happens if you say, I'm going to lump it up and I'll either do it manually at the end of the month or manually every six months or manually at the end of the year, inevitably something's going to happen during the year where you're going to want to spend money on something else. And it's very easy to do that if it wasn't already allocated to one of your savings goals. Now, once you go through these four steps and you execute and you start saving, like I mentioned earlier, inevitably things are going to change. One, it could be as simple as priorities change. And this goal was the most important today, but next year there's something else that's more important. 
or things change in, you know, with our lives. Maybe we have a change of jobs or maybe we got a pay raise. And now, um, you know, where we couldn't fund all of our goals to 100%, maybe now we can. Or vice versa, maybe someone lost a job and we have to go back and reprioritize again um, with it. So it's never like a set it and forget it where, okay, we're going to find out what we need to do in our financial plan to, to cover our goals and then we'll be on our way and, and everything will be good and we'll check in on 10 years to make sure we're we're there. Um, you know, we're advocates of really having a tracker that you can actually look at at any time that shows the progress to it. So it looks and says, okay, I just as a simple example, I have my 401k paired with my retirement goal and it can tell at any point that the amount that's in there and that's really a reflection of how much you're saving versus how much it is growing and how much of, of your projected retirement expenses or it can project out, will you run out of money? Is there something else you need to do? In real time, you can really see what's going on and do I need to make any any changes to uh, you know what was initially put forth in, in the plan. So that's all we had today for uh, goal planning and how really it can it can get you to that financial fulfillment or help you on the way. If anyone would like to talk to someone about their goals and things that they can do to help achieve them, uh, we'd be happy to talk. You can schedule a free consultation at aboutisfinancial.com backslash call. Or if you have any questions about anything else with your finances, we'd be happy to talk. Don't forget to follow the Agent of Wealth on the platform you listen from and leave us a review of the show. We're currently accepting new clients. And if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one consultation with our advisors, please do so at aboutisfinancial.com backslash call. Thank you for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Boutis Financial. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial planning and investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investments and financial planning.